It's time for the ESPN-UP Coach's Corner. Tanner Hoops with you. Glad to have you along. Well, we're in full swing as far as basketball goes. That'll cool off here next week with the holiday break coming up as coaches try to balance how they manage the time off, plus keeping the girls, the guys in the gym and keeping them focused on basketball as they get set for the second half of the season coming up in 2020. We're going to talk about that with coaches around Marquette County. Glad to have you along. Let's start the day, though, by talking Westwood girls basketball with head coach Kurt Corcoran, his team 3-1 and one, heading into the holiday break. Coach, a busy week for your squad. You come out 2-1. and one. Let's start back Monday night with the win over Ishpeming. It was a 9-7 game at one point. Then your press really started getting to them in a 15-2 run, helped break things open for you. Tell me about your press, its effectiveness on Monday night. Yeah, that was really the difference maker in the first quarter. Um, I think our our, our guard pressure, um, and, and along with Natalie Prophet, who's a, a real good anticipator, uh, just kind of got to them, and it was it just it, unfortunately for Ishpeming, it was just uh, it was about three four times right in a row that we were able to capitalize on, um, and and really just broke the game open and probably um, kind of sunk their hopes a little bit right from the right from the first quarter. Well, coach, and your team was able to stay focused, stay disciplined despite what the scoreboard might have said. Tell me about your team and the mental focus they showed on Monday night. Um, well, it's it's easy. That's an easy game to keep your mental focus. Uh, just being a rivalry game uh, over in that gym, it's always uh, unless you're unless you're a hematite, you, you hate that gym. You just you feel like you're, you're crowded over in the corner there. Um, there's like no good access to your bench. Uh, it's just a tough place to play. It's great. It's great home court advantage for for Ishpeming. Uh So anytime we can go in there um, and, and get a good win like that, we're we're happy. It's one of those you always have marked on the calendar, no matter what, um, no matter what the records are, no matter who you've got. So. I uh, was was real pleased with the effort there, and Maddie got her thousandth point. And um, I just I'd like to I'd like to make a shout out to to the to the Ishpeming, uh administration and Coach Rico just for um, being so accommodating to us for that. Um, you know, you'd like to score the the thousandth point at, at home, I think, but um, scoring it at Ishpeming, that you know uh, Terry Roberts gave us the game ball afterwards. Uh, Coach Rico was was more than willing to to accommodate. Just not, I mean, it was nothing crazy, but just a little 30-second blurb recognizing Maddie for her, her accomplishment, and uh, I thought that was a real classy, uh, classy move on their part. Coach, how about Maddie and what she was able to do the other night and what she's been able to do for four years for your program? Tell me about her as a freshman when she stepped in and uh, what she's developed into now. Maddie was a program changer right from the very get-go. Um, and I knew she would be back in when she was in middle school. Uh, we were a struggling program, just kind of waiting for for Maddie to to get on to get into ninth grade because I knew she'd be on the varsity. Um, she just put in so much time and wanted it so badly um, that we were instantly better. We went from a a five win team to a twelve win team um, in a very competitive conference and on a very competitive schedule. So um, you know we were able to that freshman year. She um, uh, she went, I believe it was uh, 16 for 17 from the free throw line in a Norway game uh, when Norway was 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 really good with Jordan Kramer and company. Uh, they were 18 and 0, and we came in there uh, real green, green around the edges, and uh, took down a, a powerhouse of a program that year. Um, you know, I, I remember earlier in that year against Gladstone, she hit uh, two big threes to pull us. Uh, back into a game before she made the game-winning assist to Paige Rivard, who hit a three in the corner, and then we ended up winning in overtime. Um, it was an instant, instant change um, to the program for the better, and um, we've, we've never really looked back since. Coach, Wednesday night you went down Menominee. We're dealt a 52-47 loss by them. A little bit longer court. Maybe the press wasn't as effective due to that. But it was a game where Menominee just, they clearly wanted it. And they clearly had you marked on their schedule after last year. Give me your thoughts on that one. Yeah, you know, um, I'm, a lot of people uh, are afraid to talk about the Menominee game with me. And it, it, it's it's really fine. I, you know, we played a good game. Menominee played a better game. They hit some bigger shots, um, and they did want it more than we did. And I, and I don't think that that's a, a knock on our girls, um, but Menominee just had a whole year to think about it. They really felt they got robbed, and we kind of moved on from it last year, and, and they didn't. So when it was kind of, um, 
I liked hearing the overrated chants, and I liked the fact that uh, they rushed the court after the final buzzer rang, and it was just a little bit of a reminder to our girls about how much it means to beat the Westwood Patriots, and that we've got it. We we truly do have a target on our back, and we're going to get everybody's best efforts night in and night out. It just gives us it's it's like having bulletin board material, um, and so that's. It, it was a great game, and, and hats off to Emma Anderson for scoring 28 points. You know, I guess I give us a little bit of credit. She didn't. She did not score a single point in the paint. Um, and for those that might not know Emma, I mean, she's a, she's a big girl. She's a, she's a big. So uh, we kept her out of the paint. Unfortunately, um, she hit seven threes, and we, they were contested, and a lot of them hit the rim a number of times before they went in. So. Um, the, the stars aligned for them. They played great, and we're going to be able to look back at that film. You know, I, you mentioned our press wasn't that effective. You know, I, I disagree a little bit. Um, we just didn't convert. I mean, there was a number of steals that we got off that press. I think we took them out of their comfort zone. Um, we just didn't convert in, convert the steals into points on the other end. Um, we kept shooting ourselves in the foot. So um, it's an early season game. We're not playing at our best basketball uh, by any means right now. Um, and and it was for for fear of sounding cliche, it, we, um, we're going to look back on this game, and I think it's going to make us better. How big was it for your team to get a taste of a playoff atmosphere early on? Uh, yeah, honestly, I wish it happened later on in the year. You know, um, it was this was it. It may as well have been our first game. Um, we just had, you know, we had our first game against Kingsford, and we had a ten day layoff. Uh, before Ishbrewing, which was like another first game of the season. And then, um, you know, we didn't have really any time to prepare for Menominee. So it really felt like uh, one of those, just one of those first game jitters and kind of still ironing out some wrinkles. And um, it, it was a lot of fun, but crap, now we got a three-week break. And by the time January comes, we're, it's going to be hard to even remember that Menominee game. So um, playoff atmosphere for sure. Just wish I wish it could have been in February when we had that atmosphere. Well, Coach, last night you got back to winning ways as you took down Manistique seventy-two twenty-one. You started the game with a pair of sixteen-nothing runs, led thirty-two to two at one point. Tell me about your team's hot start and how good of a bounce back that was for you. It, it you know, you get anytime you get a fifty-point win, it's 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 got to feel good, um, and you get everybody uh, everybody a ton of playing time. Um, but it is, you know, Manistique is is struggling right now. Um, well, I mean, they 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 were two and three coming into it, um, but you know, they just don't quite match up with our our guards and, and our skill set. So it's it's kind of hard to gauge gauge anything in a game like that where you get a running clock. Um, in we try, you know. So, so what you end up doing is kind of experimenting a little bit, trying some different things, running some uh, some sets in practice that you really aren't com- comfortable running against a, a, a you know a Menominee. So uh, it's good in that in that respect. I think it builds a lot of morale with the girls because they don't think like a coach. I mean, they just see that they uh, they won by fifty and everybody's playing great and everybody hit shots. So um, it's good in that regard. Uh, just just kind of hard to gauge where we are after a Menominee game, you know. Well, Coach, four games into the year, you're 3-1. and one. You get set for the long break. What's something that you like about your team fundamentally, and where's some places that you might want to improve? We, we're very skilled. We've got some great ball handlers. Uh, we've got some great shooters on this team. Um, Maddie's, uh, Maddie's been just a terrific floor leader for us uh, this year, uh, vocally. And, um, you know, our defense still could use a little bit of work. Our communication, I'm still out there barking, reminding them to talk. Um, and, you know, you, I've, we, we've, we've kind of joked throughout the past couple of weeks that, you know, you've got this team coming back, everybody back, but yet I still have to reteach all these things. So um, there's, uh, there's always stuff we can improve on. Our free throw shooting has been, has been horrific. Uh, you know, last year we were number one in the entire state of Michigan in free throws and three-point percentage, um, and we are not on pace to repeat that. I, I uh, can I can assure you that. So we're going to be shooting a lot of free throws over break, um, working on some fundamental, like even Natalie. I want Natalie to develop a, a jump stop, uh, a jump stop, 
pull-up jumper in the paint. Uh, she has a tendency to kind of throw up these floaters sometimes that sometimes bank in and sometimes miss horribly. So just working on little things. Ellie Miller's some. She likes to bring the ball down by her knees where the where the little guards can can get at the ball. So just uh, little 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 tweaks like that, I think, is what we need to work on over break. What does the break look like? You know, you talked about a little bit what you need to be doing fundamentally, but schedule-wise, how do you work around the holidays and keep the team in game mentality as you get set for Hancock on the third? Well, we're going to scrimmage Ewan Trail Creek on December 30th, uh, which should give us, and that's the, mon- that's the Monday before our Friday game. Um, but other than that, Tanner, it's really difficult. I'm not going to lie, and I think every coach that you talk to on the show today will tell you the same thing. You know, we're going to try to spice it up a little bit. You know, maybe we'll play some Christmas music during practice and try to keep it light a little, but at the same time, you know, continue to get better. Um, But it is really difficult to, um, you know, three days off and then practice for a day and then another day off and practice for a couple days. It is difficult just to keep the energy and keep everybody focused on that main goal. So, um that's uh that's it's just a difficult part of the season every single year and it never seems to get any easier kirk corcoran westwood girls basketball head coach is team three and one heading into the break appreciate the time as always coach best of luck and have a great christmas we'll talk to you on the other side all right merry christmas to you and, and everybody down at the station thanks tanner let's take a time out more after this on espn up At Eagle Mine, their goal is to engage openly and transparently with the local community and stakeholders and to offer support by developing meaningful relationships with local organizations and residents. They strive to strengthen the communities in which they work and live. Upon the conclusion of Eagle, it won't matter how much ore is hauled or processed. What matters is that they leave the Upper Peninsula in a better social and economic state than when it started. Do you have a community concern or want to provide feedback? Leave a message on the community hotline at 906-339-7150 or visit EagleMind.com and click on Responsibility. I'm Tom Farley from the Bjork and Zalke Funeral Home. The student athletes in our area are second to none. They spend their days in the classroom preparing for their futures and compete after school in their sports with a high level of talent and effort. Each year there is a new set of athletes. We watch as they grow and develop and represent their schools and communities. When you see them on the street, let them know you appreciate their efforts. The Bjork and Zalke Funeral Home is standing on the sideline with great admiration for what you do. Join us ensuring in a positive way as we enjoy this high school sports season. Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. Welcome back to the SPNUP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Gwen Model Towner basketball with head boys coach Jim Finkbeiner. His team 0-3, but coach, I tell you what, you've been in about every game. The Munison game came down to the final minute. Ishpeming the other night, a one-point ball game. Nagani, I mean, credit them. They just got out to a hot start and never really looked back. But give me your thoughts overall on the first three games of the year. Yeah, uh, 0-3, tough start. Real tough start. I mean, nobody wants to start 0-3, but you're right. We've been we've been competitive, and and two of the three games, I the Nagani game. You're right. I mean, Nagani's going to do that to a lot of teams this year. They're they're tough. Uh, you got those seniors starting that that have been together for so long, and and they're just real talented. Um, you know, we uh, we could have been better in that game um, by a lot, um, and we've been better in, in games against them recently. So a little disappointed in that game, but. Um, taking nothing get, uh, away from Nagani, they were they were really on their game that night. They were ready to go, and and we just weren't. So, um, but yeah, we've been we've been competitive. I mean, a tough one last night. You know, we uh, we fought for four quarters, played really hard for four quarters last night. Uh, in a game we figured was going to be just the way it was, just back and forth. It's a uh, it's kind of built into a little bigger rivalry, probably because of football with Ishpeming. But um, you know, Maston Love stepped it stepped up and hit a really big shot to give us a one-point lead and then, you know, give Michigan credit. You know, Breck Bell hit a big shot for them with four seconds and, you know, we had an opportunity. We got a good shot, just didn't go down to in four and a half seconds. You know, we got an opportunity and didn't go down. So, uh, great game, fun game to watch for fans, I'm sure. Um, not always fun to be on my end of it again, but, uh, but highly competitive. So, good game. 
Coach, you graduated two guys that reached the 1,000 career point mark, but it seems like you got a lot of guys that are willing to step up, take on new roles, and you're a lot more balanced than last year. Did the depth that you're showing so far kind of surprise you, or did you expect it? No, I think that's what we, we knew, uh, you know, after graduation that, that this summer, uh, team camps and the, and the work we were doing that it was going to have to be, you know, a lot more by committee, um, with this group. Um, not that, you know, James Harnick isn't any surprise to anybody. He's, he's more than capable of scoring points, but, um, you know, there's been nights when, uh, already, you know, Nagani and, uh, a couple of our scrimmages that, you know, he's seen some really good defenders and, He's going to see that every single night. So there's going to be nights when he's going to be really on, and there's going to be nights when it's going to be, you know, a struggle until he learns how to play against that kind of defense. But the other guys are stepping into into roles, and I think that's the biggest thing for us this year is guys finding some different roles. I mean, they you can kind of lean on guys that have been, you know, like seniors, like you should. Um, and you know, we have two seniors that play a lot of time uh, right now, but they didn't get a lot of time. They were both hurt last year and didn't play much. So. Um, I think everybody's just kind of finding out their roles a little bit. Um, we're kind of gelling a little bit together a lot better in the last, uh, in this game against Ishming. I thought, you know, we looked a lot better and, and we were short two guys, not taking anything away from Ishming. They, they won the game, um, by hitting a big shot, but, you know, we were a little shorthanded last night. So, um, but yeah, I really like, uh, where we're at. I, you know, it, it's, a, it's a different game and it's a different game for the kids and they're kind of, kind of fig- figuring out, uh, as we go along here, what roles they fit into and, and how the game played. So. Coach, how's your shooting in the early going, whether that be your layups, your outside shooting, your free throws, what have you? Well, you know, I think one of our strengths is our athleticism, and we're getting, you know, opportunities at the basket. Unfortunately, we're not hitting as well on two-pointers. We're shooting better from the three-point line right now than we are for the two-point line. So um, not that we're taking a ton of three-pointers, but the ones we're taking, we're knocking down at a pretty good pace right now. So I'm happy with that part of the game because they're taking – pretty selective shots from the three-point line, the ones that we know we can hit, and, and we are knocking them down. The two points, um, like I said, we're working real hard to get to the basket sometimes and, and working hard in the offense to get a good open look. And, you know, we're not hitting those as, uh, as much as we can. But, you know, over time, that that, that will even out. Um, you know, the disappointing thing for us right now is our free throw percentage. And, you know, tell the kids every day in practice, you know, you work so hard to get to the basket to, to get a good look. And then you get fouled. You've got to, you know, got to make that team pay. You got to make that defense pay for that foul by hitting free throws. And it's just something that, you know, early on here we're struggling with. And I, I think, you know, once again, that's just something that that will cure itself over time. Uh, we just continue to work at it, continue to gain confidence from the free throw line, um, and and it'll it'll even itself out. But uh, so those are the goods and the bads right now as far as shooting. You mentioned that three-point shooting's been good for you. Anything else that's been a strength as far as rebounding, passing, not turning the ball over, anything like that that's been good for you early on? Well, I think our, you know, we talked a lot about turnovers um, this this summer and, and early in the season here, early practice and stuff about taking care of the basketball. I mean, it's I think every coach talks about that, of course, and it's a huge factor in, in everybody's uh, gameplay. You know, turning the ball over. You turn the ball over a lot, you're going to lose. Uh, I don't care who you're playing. Um, so you got to take care of the ball. And, and, you know, this year we've done a really nice job of uh, taking care of the ball. We're averaging less than 12 turnovers a game. And, you know, I came into the season and I put a goal out in front of them of 12. You know, and that's a pretty lofty goal, especially considering a lot of the teams that we play and the schedule we play. So, um, and right now we're, we're maintaining that right now. So we're not, you know, turning the ball over at some high, r- ridiculous pace, you know, especially with some younger guys, um, you know, having to fit into roles coming off the bench, that kind of thing. So I'm, I'm really happy with that. Our rebounding, uh, that's, that's still a work in progress. Uh, last night, you know, I thought we did a little better job, not as, not as good for four quarters, but when it came down to it, down nine in the fourth quarter, we rebounded really, really well. We didn't give up a, but one offensive rebound in the fourth quarter dish ring, um, really hit the defensive boards, especially Tristan Jancy. He really stepped into a role last night. So, you know, that's a, that's a bright spot last night, and that's something that we'll have to build off uh, with rebounding. Well, you've got Manistique coming up to close out 2019. What do you expect from that matchup? Well, you know, it's a, it's one traditionally, you know, in the last several years we, we knew what was coming, you know, to us because we were familiar with the coach and familiar with the players. Now they got a new coach. Um, you know, I've seen a little bit of film, talked to some coaches because, with a new coach comes all kinds of new ideas and a different type of game. And, and right now they're playing well. Um, they, they beat a good Newberry team, you know, took Gladstone right down to the, to the wire. Um, and, you know, their third game is against Iron Mountain. And I don't know if you need to say any more about a game mm-hmm. like that. It's just, 
it's going to be tough for anybody against Iron Mountain. So, but um, but they're playing well, you know, and uh, they've uh, obviously bought into their coach, new coach's system, um, and they've got some athletes that can play down there. So, you know, we're going to have our hands full. Always going on the road is never easy, um, and that's that's a, a longer trip for us. So, you know, we have to be in the right frame of mind. You know, build off of a good game, even though it was a loss. There's some good things we can take from a loss. Um, and we need to build off that and, and try to finish out the year on a positive uh, on the road. What does that new system look like over in Manistique? Well, they they definitely like to transition. You know, they're they're guard heavy. Um, you know, and if you followed football at all, Skylar Anderson, he's he's going to be one of those players. You know, this year that that are going to be tough to handle. He's got good size, yet he's real athletic and can get up and down the floor, and he's capable of hitting a three. So you know, he's he's a tough matchup for a lot of teams. But they got a couple other guards, um, you know, that, that can get up and down the floor um, and are capable of shooting threes. So, you know, they showed that against Gladstone. They hit a bunch of threes, uh, shot pretty pretty high percentage from the from field goals range uh, against Gladstone, kept them in the game. But they weren't afraid to run with Gladstone, and Gladstone really likes to get up and down the floor. So, you know, a little bit of transition. Um, they run some motion offense, and so we're gonna we have to be solid on defense and uh, and not play their tempo a game. What do you need to see from your team tomorrow night to say we're at least trending in the right direction going into break? Well, I think the biggest thing is continue to keep the turnovers down. You know, when you go on the road, you're already facing a little bit of adversity and you don't want to be giving the ball up. Um, so we need to continue that. And, you know, our rebounding has to be better than it was against Ishming. Ishming is, of course, a real physical team and they really pound the boards both ends. So, but I don't expect it to be any different in Manistique. I think, you know, they're really going to look to control the board so that they can get out in transition. So um, I think the biggest positives is take care of the ball. Uh, if we do that, that means we're moving the basketball and we're getting good looks. And if we can control the defensive boards, then we can play our tempo of the game. So I think that's the two biggest things we need to do tomorrow night. Jim Finkbeiner is a head boys basketball coach at Gwynn. His team getting set to take on the Emeralds to close out 2019. Appreciate the time as always, Coach. Best of luck to you and your team going forward. We'll talk again down the line. All right, excellent. Thank you, Tanner, and have a Merry Christmas. You as well, Coach. Let's take a timeout. More after this on ESPN-UP. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back to the Coach's Corner on ESPN-UP. Time now to talk Nagani girls basketball with head coach Mike O'Donnell. His team 3-2 and two with one more to play before the holiday break. Coach, tell me about the early going for your squad. You've beaten some teams handily, and you've had two close losses to two really good teams. Tell me about the early going and what your team looks like five games in. Yeah, well, you know, we're happy with where we're at. Um, you know, we've had, um, again, I, you know, I think we've talked about this before and talked about the media, but it's, uh, you know, a relatively new team. Um, you know, returning only uh, two two players with extensive uh, playing time. Uh, you know, we were kind of, we knew it was going to be a process and trying to find ourselves a little bit and, and this early in the year. And uh, you know, I think the, the early part of the season I kinda of try to figure things out and work some kinks out and get some girls some experience, you know. And uh, I think to be able to win three games and, you know, have Escanaba right down to the buzzer, uh, have a competitive game with Marquette. Uh, you know, we're we're happy with how we're competing and uh, and like every team will say right now, we've we've got things to clean up and things to work on, but everybody does and that's why you so you play these games and uh, try to try to prepare for March. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Have you been shooting the ball in the early going, Coach? You like where you are from the free throw line, from behind the arc, etc. Yeah, well, you know we got to be better from the free throw line. Um, I think we're coming at about sixty-eight percent. And I was just looking at the stats last night, and we kind of fell off in the fourth quarter a little bit. It dips at us. Um, so we, you know, we've. We're going to take a look at over break, really shooting uh, free throws, on maybe with more conditioning in front of it. You know, with tired legs in the fourth quarter, it's probably causing that. Um, you know, we've had some pressure free throws too. That you know, free throws uh, not in that position. 
um, you know, if it was new to them and stepping up to the line. So keeping our routines consistent and uh, trying to block out all the noise, which is, as we know, it's easier said than done. But, uh, you know, just little things like that. Three-point line, um, you know, a big, big chunk has been from Willie Nelson, who came in as a sophomore and hit 15 threes for us. Um, you know, so that's been a huge added bonus for us in scoring-wise and giving us that a little extra punch from the perimeter that stretches the defense. Um, you know, Chloe's been shooting better from the uh, Corey Norman's been better from the three-point line the last two games. Um, you know, we, we want to get a couple of the girls going. You know, in our Marquette game, that was kind of evident. We had two scores. They really locked in on Lily and didn't let her get a look. Um, you know, so we want to get the other girls going in confidence and you know, feeling like um, they got the green light as well. And they're, they're going to, as they see the effort from the other night, you know, we only scored 32 points. They're going to have to contribute. So uh, we want to make sure that they're just comfortable and and uh, know that they're, they have the green light from the perimeter. Coach, how about rebounding, pass work, anything like that? Has that been a strength for you? Has that been something that you want to work on? Our rebounds been good. You know, obviously with, uh, with Melissa Hill inside, she's averaging about 12 a game right now, so she cleans a lot of them up. But we've also had, uh, you know, Morgan Carlson's been doing a great job on the boards. Uh, Chloe's been rebounding really well. Uh, you know, we're up over, I think we're at about 35 rebounds a game, usually over 10 offensive a game. So as a coach, you can't complain with those numbers on the boards. Uh, that's, that's one area we've been strong at. Coach, what do you need to see from your squad tonight to say this is where we should be going into the break and give you some encouragement, give you a good taste in your mouth? Well, obviously we want to finish on a strong note, as everybody does. Uh, you know, it's, a, it's a long break to sit on a sour taste. Uh, make sure we go up on the road, we're ready to play. Uh, try to end this on a good note uh, going into the break. And you know, I think the big thing for my team we talked about last night is we, we want more balance. We want other girls to, like I just talked about, to get involved. And, uh, you know, we, we really worked hard on moving the ball, sharing the ball the last couple nights. Um, and we, we want to get some contributions and some confidence from some other girls as we move forward here. Tell me about Hancock. What do they bring to the table as a team? Well, they're they're small. They're scrappy. You know, they really don't have a big close presence inside. So that's one area we're going to try to not only get the ball into Alyssa, but at the same time we're going to try to attack the basket. We don't want to go on the road and after a long bus ride and come on and threes in the first quarter of the final goal tonight. Um, you know, but they are very scrappy. They get after it. They go press full court, man. Um, they just they keep going. You know, they were down 25-5 to five against Calumet on Tuesday night. They could have easily just scrapped it in. And they just kept chipping away, kept grinding, and pretty soon they, you know, they cut it to a 10-point game at one point. Uh, you know, that was about as close as they got, but I thought that was impressive. They got some young players, a couple freshmen. Uh, for them not to quit on the road, uh, it's a lot about their their character, and uh, we know we're going to have a dogfight on our hands. So. Well, you've got the holiday break coming up. What's the plan for that? And I know a lot of that might depend on how you do tonight and how tonight goes, what have you. But what do you plan to do as far as keeping the girls in basketball shape and ready to take the floor again in January? Well, you know, I, I think... Um, one area we're going to try to get a lot of shooting done. You know, obviously a big concern is keeping up your conditioning. You know, you're trying as a coach, trying to figure out how to how to manage giving them time off for the holidays because obviously you got to be creative and keeping them in the gym and finding different ways to get them into. So you don't lose what you gain. I mean, I, I felt like, uh, especially in that market game, we're finally starting to get our legs under us. You know, I. I Less and less have girls come on for break. Uh, they're able to play longer stretches. So we got to make sure we don't lose that. Uh, you know, work on fine tuning some stuff, maybe adding some things too. You know, the the season goes so fast, we try to jam in a bunch of stuff ready for the games, but you know, really, we, didn't, we haven't gotten to our whole package yet. So there's going to be more things that we can um, um, introduce a couple new defenses. So just things to have in your back pocket and Have you been happy with the effort here in the early going? Oh, absolutely. You know, the girls have been great. Uh, you know, they come to work every night. Um, you know, they, they're 
kind of embracing these new players and embracing the, the opportunity and the chance they have to get on the floor. Chloe and uh, Bree Jodo have been great leaders for us. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just been a positive experience. Um, and we're excited to see what the second half brings. Coach, how about the younger levels of your program? Tell me about their start to the season. Well, our JV are, uh, got off to a great start. They beat Marquette in overtime the other night. So they're uh, four and one. They lost to uh, Escanaba. Um, but yeah, so they've had a great start. Um, you know, with, with our small numbers, we've actually done a lot with our JV players. Body purposes and being able to run five on five, you know, we can't do that with just eight girls. So we've done JV a lot, and I think that's helped, helped them got better. You know, they've gotten better uh, noticeably from you know practicing at our level, and uh, I think that's that's uh, especially against Marquette. You know, the uh, Marquette's a good athletic team on the JV. It was a nice win for them, so it was, it was exciting to see that. I think we should have gotten two games in. Uh, you know, with the freshman decline, there's not a lot out there, but um, we've actually got them up to 16 games now. You know, they're going to fill in and play some, uh, some JV teams along the way, some of the smaller school JV teams. So, exciting to have them at 16 games. It's getting a lot of experience for nine girls. Maybe if they're on the JV team, you lose a few of those girls that maybe don't play or didn't make the team. So it's, it's great to have that team and keep it. And, um, you know, we're just we're looking for some positive things with a 16-game schedule for him. Mike O'Donnell, head girls basketball coach at Nagani. His team 3-2. and two. They head up to Hancock this evening. Appreciate the time as always, Coach. Have a great break, great holiday, and we'll talk to you on the other side. All right, you too. Happy holidays, and uh, we'll see you in the new year. Let's stick with Nagani basketball. Let's turn it over to the boys' side and talk with head coach Dan Waterman. His team 3-0 and as they get set to head into the holiday break. Although, you do have a game over break, coach, so maybe not the elongated break others are dealing with. Let's recap the first half of the season, though. Some convincing wins over a couple of conference foes in the West Pack, and then a really good non-conference win over Eski. Tell me about your early going so far. Yeah, I'm thrilled with how we've started the year, uh, especially that first game against Escanaba. They're big and athletic, and they play a bunch of different defenses, so it's a really good non-conference test for us. And and to uh, to execute down the stretch in the fourth quarter against them and be able to pull out a win was really nice. And then uh, the two conference games, we've we've played very well offensively. Um, our defense is a work in progress, and, and that's, that'll definitely be a focus over the break. But offensively, we're shooting the ball pretty well, and, and um, you know the, the kids are executing. and So that's very positive, and, and uh, we're happy with where we're at, but we know that we need to continue to improve because the schedule, once we uh, get fired up here again, it's, it's going to be fast and furious, and we're going to play some really good teams. Well, Dan, when we talked last week following the Gwynn game, your team got out to a hot start, never really looked back. Seemed like it was more the same last night against West Iron. Give me your thoughts on that one. Yeah, uh, slow start for the first minute or two, and then kind of kicked it into gear, got a couple of baskets, got the press rolling, and uh, had a little 20-to-1 spurt, which you know kind of makes things a little bit easier. Um, and, and that's a credit to the kids. Uh, their offensive execution was really good. And uh, we were able to get out and transition and push the pace a little bit, which was to our liking with, with them having a, a Nel- the Nelson kid, a 6'8", in the middle, and, and it's pretty good. So we didn't want to play slow and give them an opportunity to, to uh, throw the ball into him. So kids did a nice job. Well, Coach, taking a look at your shooting percentages, you've been scoring the ball well. Do you feel like you've been scoring efficiently? percentages have been great so far um and and that's going to come back to earth which is at at some point you know that the uh the marquettes and the iron mountains traditionally are are very good defensive teams and then you know you you throw in ishperming and marquette who will by the time we play them know us really really well and uh the the open shots will not be quite so open and there won't be as many of them so Thus, the need for us to um, be better defensively and, and kind of cut down on the number of breakdowns that we've had. And, um, and the big emphasis for us with our, our lack of size is always going to be boxing out and uh, holding our own on the, on the rebounding. So 
um, like I said, that'll be a focus over Christmas break. Do you feel like the rebounding has been about where you'd want it to be so far, though? Uh, that's the one area that I would like to see us improve in. Um, I, I think the, the kids are doing a good job going after the ball, but um, you know, it's just we're small. We have to put bodies on bodies because if it turns into a jumping contest, we're going to lose. So um, it, it's just a tiny little fundamental thing. And, um, the, you know, the one thing I know with this group of kids is they will, once it's pointed out to them and shown on film, they will work very hard to get it corrected. So looking forward to getting that taken care of over the break. Well, Coach, your big three has lived up to the hype so far. Drew Lindbergh scored 24 last night to lead the way as you beat West Iron by 20. I want to talk to you about Jason, though, your son, because he reached the 1,000 career scoring mark last night. I want to ask you a two-part question. First of all, as his coach, second of all, as his dad, how cool is it to be able to see him accomplish that and share that moment with him? Yeah, uh, I'm just really proud of Jason. Uh, He's a humble kid. Uh, likes to have fun, but when when it's time to work, he's really good about that. And, and um, I get after him pretty hard. Uh, I I don't want anybody to think that I'm favoring my own son over, you know, the other 13 players because they all got parents too. And everybody wants their kid to be treated equally and be treated fairly. So that's always been a something that I've tried to do. And, you know, he's super coachable he doesn't always agree with me but uh um for his hard work to get rewarded and and for him to be recognized last night is just a a huge honor for him and um i'm proud of him because i know how hard he works and and all the time that he spent and but i at the same time i'm also proud of the guys around him he's been very fortunate to have played with really good players uh dating back to his freshman year, and that was kind of before you got into the area, but uh, Dre Tuminen and Trent Bell were both All-State players. And and then, um, you know, over these last three years, in particular his classmates, you know, he played with a point guard like Jackson Sager, that makes it a little easier. And, you know, Drew Lindbergh on the other side, you know, last night he had 24 and he shot it really well, and that draws some attention away from him. And then, you know, there's, there's unsung guys like Drew Duchesne who – always guards the other team's best best scoring threat. And, and Alex Munson has a similar task. And, and Chaz Kumpula with defense and rebounding. And so, you know, defensively, Jason's not having to go and guard the other team's best players. So, you know, he can maybe conserve a little bit of energy in certain parts of the game on the, on the defensive end. And it, it takes all of those things. And, You've got to be very good, and you've got to stay healthy. And, and you know, that all came to fruition last night, and it, it was it was really cool. As a dad, I'm, I'm just proud of who he is. He's a, a 4.0 student. He's a great role model for the young kids in our community and the young kids in our basketball program. And, and uh, looking forward to bigger and better things, you know. Um, it wasn't uh, – I mean, it was a goal of his, but he never ever has put that ahead of team success, and and um, you know we're we're hoping to you know have more team success. You know, last year we had a nice little run at the end of the year, and and I know that number one on his list is that team success late late in this season. Well, Coach, now you get kind of an abbreviated holiday break with a Manistique yep. game thrown in there. Tell me about how you try to balance the holidays and get ready for a game on the thirtieth. Yeah, well, we're we're taking this weekend off with with no games next week. We'll get in the gym on Monday, the twenty third, and then uh, you know just to kind of break it up. I don't want them having six, seven days where they're not doing anything. We'll take twenty fourth and twenty fifth off, and then then we got to get after it uh, on the twenty sixth and twenty seventh, and even the twenty ninth because we have a game on the thirtieth, and um, it'll be nice because we're we're not in the gym five out of the next six days uh you know our our kids work really hard and and they've earned a break and and the holidays are a special time and and you need to be with your family and and have fun and but but we're kind of rolling and and we don't want you know our our forward momentum to stop so we want to keep getting in the gym there's like i said there's things that we definitely want to work on 
Um, and, and I'm glad that we have a game. Not only do we have that Manistique game on the 30th, but we play Marquette at the end, the very end of Christmas break on the 3rd. And uh, So we, we've got things to look forward to. And, um, you know, there will always be a, a short-term goal right in front of us with a game coming up. So I think that will keep our kids focused and working hard. From a coaching standpoint, at what point do you start preparing for Manistique, or have you already? Uh, you know, Monday Monday will just be about us. It'll be about shooting and and um, maybe fixing some of those defensive things, uh, the rebounding things, and then um, after Christmas when we come back, the twenty sixth, twenty seventh, we're going to dig into Manistique and and start preparing for them, and then after that game, that'll give us three full days to prepare for Marquette, which which is a luxury because normally in the season you're, you're prepping on one day or, or maybe two. So, um, you know, we, we generally try to spend a day, two days preparing for a team, and, and uh, it'll be the same for Manistee. Coach, how about the lower levels of your program? How have they started this season? Uh, they're doing a nice job. Uh, I want to say our freshmen have only had the one game against Escanaba, and they they played really well, and, and they lost a three-point game. They got another game tonight with uh, – Superior Central's JVs. So I'm looking forward to hopefully getting over and seeing a little bit of that. I don't get to see our freshmen as much as I'd like to. Um, and our JVs are off to a 2-1 and one start. Um, uh, Escanaba's got a really, really good JV group, and they kind of took it to our guys. But our guys have, have regrouped. I think they've figured out some things in the last two games. Uh, roles are being defined, I think. You know they're playing with a little bit more confidence. So JVs are two and one and, and doing a nice job, and it seems like they're getting better each and every time that they take the court. Dan Waterman, head boys basketball coach in Nagani, his team three and zero heading into the break. Appreciate the time as always, Coach. Best of luck down the road. We'll talk to you after the break. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you as well, Coach. I appreciate it. More after this on ESPN UP. Stop using a card that only rewards you for spending at certain places or during certain times. At MBank, you can shop with the card that rewards you with cash back on every purchase. With the new MBank scorecard, Cashback Visa, you'll earn 1% cash back every time you use your card. No rotating categories, no annual fee. Apply today. Stop by your local MBank branch to get started or visit bankmbank.com for more details. MBank, community focus, client driven. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color-matched finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. Welcome back to the ESPN-UP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Marquette Redmen boys basketball with head coach Brad Nelson. His team 3-0 and heading into the winter break. Well, coach, you went down to Petoskey, you won that tournament, and then you pick up a conference win over Gladstone earlier this week. Tell me about your 3-0 and start. Um, you know, anytime you go down state and you, you come out with two wins, uh, that's a success. Uh, the, you know, those kids are tall and athletic, and, and they defend really tough uh so you got to really you got to really play high quality basketball and i thought you know friday night was a little bit sloppy and it was kind of a uh nip and tuck tuck type of game you know we were down two basically what felt like three quarters and we went into the fourth quarter down and made a little adjustment at the at the start of the fourth quarter and we were able to rattle off i think nine straight points to kind of give us that lead and we're able to hang on to it and make free throws in the end which is a a quality that you need to have as a, as a good team. Um, and then Friday we came out and uh, played Petoskey tough. Offensively we improved a lot as far as how we moved the ball and the spacing and things like that. And, you know, it was just a matter of talking to the kids prior to the Petoskey game, what we found on film the prior night, and go out and try to execute and get better, and I thought we did. Um, so it was it was a success uh, to go down there and win that Invitational for the second year in a row and a big, big confidence booster for my team. Coach Friday against Brighton, Drew Weibel went off for 16 points in the fourth quarter. What got into him? Well, that's that was the adjustment we made. Um, kind of went to a one-four low look and had Cam Carp. We didn't feel like his defender could guard him. 
Um, so all of that was stemmed from Cam either dumping it off to Drew for, you know, I think Drew had, he finished twice. He had four points there, and then he got an and one, same play. Uh, so that got him those, and then, you know, Cam was able to kick it out to the corner for a three a couple times, and um, it was just, we drew help off of, off of Drew's defender because Drew's our best best finisher. So that's kind of what went into that. But, you know, that's what you expect out of a senior is to kind of carry you through the end of a game. How about your shooting early on, Coach? Do you like where you are, particularly behind the arc and at the free throw line? Yeah. Um, I didn't expect us to shoot as well as we have these first three games. But, you know, the guys are doing a great job of catching and, and shooting. And, I tell them in practice, if you don't shoot it, you're going to be on the bench. Um, just because of the fact, you know, if they can catch it in rhythm and step into three, you know, the percentages go up huge. And that's what we're looking for. We're not looking to pull up off the dribble from three or anything like that. It's a matter of getting inside of somebody's defense and, and kicking it out to those shooters who are ready to shoot. And that's kind of our MO. And hopefully that continues for the rest of the year. Obviously, it's not something you want to live off of, but it's also something that, if, if you can't make those shots, it makes things a lot difficult, more difficult. What else have you liked about your team in the early going, whether that be passing, rebounding, defense, what have you? I think our defense is is, is pretty good. Uh, a few things, just a, and it's just a few players that we got to correct some stuff. You know, mainly the younger players that don't have the experience about you know chasing out of the backside of of our defense and and stay in the lane and let that guy go and. Don't get spun around on baseline out of bounds plays. So just small things like that that we point out in film. Um, and then I would say offensively, you know, just executing, you know, our, our, you know, we got one hitters and two hitters and three hitters. Execute those a little bit better. We got to do a better job setting screens. We got to do a better job of setting our guy up to get screens. Um, those types of things. But as far as our motion offense and the way that's progressing, um, it seems like every game has gotten better, and that's a, that's a great sign for us. Where do you need to improve, Coach? Um, good question. I, I would say our number one thing right now is offensively, and, and I think the way that we played on Tuesday and we ran the floor exceptionally well, and had a, we got a lot of possessions. That's why we had 84 points. But we're going to start facing teams that want to try to slow us down and play a half-court game and, and things like that. So we got to do a better job of, of efficiency on the on the offensive end. Uh, when we don't get those runouts and we don't get those transition buckets, we got to be able to, to run our stuff and uh, look for those high-quality shots and put some people in position to score. Um, we're going to try to get Ty Lauterman some better looks, you know, out of a set play and, and things like that. So that, that's the number one thing. And I told my assistant today at practice, my goal over the, the course of winter break is to take, you know, one, one of those quick hitters per practice and perfect it and then, and move on to the next one. And it's, it's a quality thing versus quantity. Um, I'd rather have really good high quality plays. Even if we only got four of them, run them to perfection. And that's what our focus is going to be. Well, now you get a rather lengthy break. You don't take the floor again until the third in the schedule. Really beefy early on in January. You've got Nagani, Alpina, Escanaba. Tell me about how your team uses the time off. Well, it's a delicate balance. Um, obviously, you want to let the kids spend some time with their families. That's important to everybody. Um, and, and also get into the gym. And when we're in there, we got to work hard. And that's my message the entire time. Um, you know, if we can get what we need done in an hour and a half, we'll be out of it in an hour and a half. Um, but just, I think we scheduled nine practices over break. Um, but we're going to focus on us for probably two-thirds of that and, and just getting better at the things that we want to get good at. And then, you know, towards that end of the break, we'll start game planning for Nagani and Alpina. We play them back-to-back. Just something we're accustomed to. And as a coach, I, I love playing back-to-back. A lot of coaches might not like it, but it's a great great character builder for the kids you know go out roll the ball out on that saturday and and see how tough you are and alpina will be coming off of a game against esky so we're both in the same boat um so we're looking forward to that but like i said we're going to spend probably two-thirds of these practices coming up focusing on what we need to do to get better coach lastly tell me about the younger levels of your program and how their season started uh the freshmen played their first game tuesday they ended up beating uh gladstone they're coming along. Uh, a lot of learning for those young kids as far as how to play man-to-man defense properly and, and things like that, the, the concept of emotion offense and 
reading defenders and things like that. So it's a work in progress. Brian Brazel, my freshman coach, does an amazing job with them. He's been with me for 10 years, and he's an excellent teacher, and he's, he's doing a great job with this crew. JV crew handled Gladstone pretty easily on Tuesday. Uh, JV team is very athletic, uh, and that's even with two, two of them up on the varsity with me. But there's still four, five, six really, really good players at that level. So the future is bright. Um, we're looking forward to it and, and keep the success that we've built over the last decade. Keep that rolling. Brad Nelson, head boys basketball coach at Marquette. His team 3-0 and heading into the Christmas break. Appreciate the time as always, Coach. Best of luck the rest of the way. We'll talk again down the line. Okay, happy holidays, Tanner. Yep, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you as well, Brad. Appreciate it. Let's take a timeout. More Thank after you. this on ESPN-UP. We don't wallpaper. We won't choose your paint colors. But we're here to get your home loan ready so that you can. The mortgage team at First Bank is excited to work with you. Stop in or apply online at first-bank.com. Whether you're ready to buy or planning ahead, make it happen with First Bank. First Bank, Marquette Ishpeming. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, subject to approval, fees may apply. First Bank, where it's all about people. Hi, I'm Mark Stonerock, the Outreach Coordinator and Certified Athletic Trainer for the Sideline to Sideline Sports Medicine Program. So one of the nice things about the Sideline Program is that we all try to abide by to a same-day or next-day coverage. So there is no waiting. There's no, uh, we have an appointment in two weeks, but uh, the athletic trainer will contact the medical practitioner's office, and we try to get you in at least within the next day, and that really expedites the whole program. And it takes a little worry out of the patient's hands and out of the parent's hands and gets them right into the track where they need to be. Welcome back to the SPNUP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Ishpeming girls basketball with head coach Ryan Riekel. Coach, looking at your season so far, you've got the win over Kingsford, the loss to Westwood, then a couple of games that could have gone either way, and unfortunately your team comes out on the wrong end of those two, including last night's game with Calumet. Let's go back and recap that one because Calumet is a team with high expectations coming into this year. You go up to their place and you play them right down to the wire. Yeah, we uh. You know, we played like we took a two-hour bus ride. And, uh, you know, we had the heavy legs at the beginning of the game. And Calumet, uh, they've been starting games off so hot. Uh, against uh, Hancock on Tuesday, they were up 25-5 to to start the game. Uh, we, we chipped away at their lead. Uh, we just couldn't ever overcome the hump. We would get it down to four. They'd come down and hit a big three or a scramble three-pointer. And uh, we just couldn't overcome it. But the girls competed pretty hard. And, uh, you know, I was proud of the effort uh, after the, you know, the first, you know, four or five minutes of the game. The girls really tried their best. And uh, we got but it's also nice to be in the wing column, though. What did you do to start getting back into the game last night? I settled the nerves. Uh, you know, Calumet runs a 2 2 one ready for them. But, you know, we, we airballed a three from the corner, and then we uh, turned one over trying to make a play. And they came down and scored right away. So they had a lot of momentum and rhythm going uh, right away for the game for them, and we didn't. And once we settled down and were able to get uh, break the press the way we wanted to and then uh, get our feet ready to make some shots, uh, we were able to make a, quite a few threes last night. Uh, that put us in a position to have a chance towards the end. Uh, but, you know, a couple bounces went the other way, and uh, they ended up coming out with the victory. Well, Coach, I know the record's not where you want it to be going into break, but how's the locker room knowing that you've been in these games and you've given yourselves a chance? You know, these girls believe. Uh, they, they work hard every day. They come in they're about ready to play. They, they always they know the, the goal is to try and win a district. Uh, we got a tough district, but we got to compete every night uh, in order to be better, uh, to compete, and uh, continue to uh, you know do self reflection and figure out where we need to be better. And uh, that it's been pretty nice to watch because they love the film sessions. They they go into practice ready to learn, and uh, that that. Uh, Kind of a nice thing as a, as a teacher of the game uh, to have kids willing to take uh, constructive criticism and build off of it and become better for the next day. What's been something you've liked about your team? What's something you've done well here in the early going? And what are some areas you want to improve on? Uh, game management, we want to improve. Uh, you know, we're, we haven't been doing a really good job managing the game, uh, managing runs, uh, forcing possessions. You know, we want to be teams that. Uh, you know, a little more headstrong when it comes to understanding where they need to be on the floor and how they're going to uh, compete towards the end of the shot or end of the quarters and everything like that. Uh, where I am happy, though, is our uh, willingness to share the ball, uh, 
Riley Harris and Tia Madela are shooting really, really good right now. Uh, I think between the two of them last night, it was nine three-pointers just between the two of them. Uh, so we're going to have to keep leaning on them. And then uh, we want to get better defensively. Uh, I don't think we're uh, getting a low enough stance, uh, working at it hard enough. So that'll come uh, over Christmas break. We'll do a lot of defensive stuff in order to get better and uh, hopefully uh, turn a couple things around uh, in the second half of the season. I wanted to ask you about how you go about managing Christmas break. You're not in action again till after the new year. What's something that you want to work on? You alluded to defense already, and how do you manage the time off, keeping the girls in basketball shape? Uh, you know, we I'm giving them six days. I don't think we've ever had a six day stretch out, but it's uh, it's nice for them and it's nice for myself. Uh, spend some time with uh, my other family, which is my my wife and kids and my connected family, and then. Uh, uh, the day after Christmas, we're all going to get back in the gym together, and uh, our basketball family is going to reunite, and uh, we're going to continue to start growing. And uh, we got our alumni tournament that week, and so the kids will be in the gym the whole time. And then we're, we play January 2nd up at Gladstone, so we don't really have as long as a break as like, we're used to. Uh, we're actually playing during Christmas break, which rarely happens, but I kind of like it because it keeps kids uh, motivated and it keeps us uh, having something to work towards during the break. That's a tough way to open up 2020. You've got Gladstone, and they've got some quality players on that roster. Nagani and Gwyn are both having good starts to their season. At what point do you start looking ahead to your opponents, or have you already? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do a lot of film studies, so I already started working on Gladstone this morning. Uh, I got to see Nagani's first five games so far this year, and they're running a lot of new stuff. Uh, you know, when uh, Coach Sager was there, I was able to, after four years of coaching against them, you kind of understand his identity and his sets. So uh, you didn't have to uh, break it down as much. But with uh, Coach O'Donnell being there, he's putting new stuff to get uh, the Norman girl and Hill girl a lot more touches. And uh, we have to do a good job preparing ourselves uh, for that game. Uh, it's nice because our first game is on January 2nd, and we don't play them till like the 7th. So we have a lot of time to prepare for both teams. And then we got Hancock and Gwynn, so there's no sludge games when you're on our schedule. But we like it because we do get better. Coach, uh, last thing before I let you go, how about the lower levels of your program? Tell me about how they've started their year. Uh, our JV program has been doing really well. Uh, you know, we had a, a group of five freshmen last year that are, uh, there's six of them now actually on the JV, that are sophomores. And uh, they weren't used to winning until they got to the high school level. And uh, last year they ended up winning the second half of the season, like seven of the last ten games, uh, really bought into what we're trying to do in our program. And this year you can see the leadership and the dedication that's come along uh, throughout the summer and into this uh, young season. Uh, really happy with the way things are. Uh, you know, I'm fortunate to have a JV staff that is, you know, got some – the JV coach should be a varsity coach uh, throughout the UP. He's a He scouts, he films, he breaks stuff down, uh, prepares them uh, for the nuances and the – the game prep for varsity level, so I enjoy that. And then our, our, our really younger girls are, are getting in the gym. We actually run an after-school basketball camp uh, with our uh, with some of our coaches. They meet them once a week uh, for the second half of the season, and then uh, also they a lot of kids are going down to that Marquette, uh, Northern Michigan uh, Wildcat basketball program that they're running on Saturdays for this uh, winter. Ryan Rico, head girls basketball coach at Ishpeming, as his team heads into the winter break. Coach, appreciate you taking the time. As always, best of luck throughout the year. We'll talk again soon. All right, have a Merry Christmas, Tanner. Back at you, Coach. Thank you. Let's take a timeout. More after this in ESPN-UP. Closing costs, equity, escrow. Home buying needs to be in a language that's easy to understand. Whether it's your first or your next home, Embers Credit Union helps you buy that home with straight talk. No BS banking and the very best mortgage for you. So every home loan is approved and serviced locally. Our genuine approach to banking is why Embers is the fastest growing credit union in the UP. See any of our great mortgage loan officers or visit embers.org today. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. The Market Big Boy Restaurant sets the table for you on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Christmas Eve hours are 6 in the morning till 8 at night. Big Boy will open again Christmas Day at 7 and stay open until 9 at night. Enjoy the breakfast buffet each day and the dinner buffet on Christmas. You can also order whole pies to bring to your own dinner celebration. 226-1062 for reservations. Last-minute gift cards are available. Big Boy Restaurant is open and ready to serve you Christmas Eve and Christmas Day on US 41 West, Marquette. Marquette. 
Welcome back to the ESPN-UP Coaches Show. Let's end the day by running down tonight's schedule. Starting on the boys' side of things, Westwood over at Kingsford will have that on ESPN-UP. Menominee takes on Mossini. Manistique at home with Gwynn. Norway welcomes Iron Mountain. Lance at home tonight with Barrica. Wakefield Marinesco at Ironwood. Bark River Harris hosts Stevenson. Big Bay is at Midpen. St. Ignace at home with Sault Ste. Marie. And Mackinac City welcomes Brimley. On the girls' side of things tonight, Eskenau goes across the border. They take on Cedarburg of Wisconsin. Hancock at home with Nagani. Meanwhile, Houghton welcomes West Iron County. Lakeland and Hubble at home tonight. They take on Chassel. Dollar Bay is at Ontonagon. Ironwood across the border. They take on Drummond of Wisconsin. Carney Nadeau at North Dickinson. Midpen at home with Big Bay. North Central is at Munising. Rudyard's at home with Newberry. Brimley welcomes Cedarville. Detours at Pickford and St. Ignace at home with Sault Ste. Marie. That does it for the ESPN-UP Coaches Corner. Appreciate you tuning in. Enjoy your weekend, drive safe to your game, and have a very Merry Christmas from all of us at ESPN-UP WZAM Ishpeming Marquette.